because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit. When you are about four months going to five months, yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost it. Yes, yes. Professor! So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? Emmanuel. Hey. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But, eh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D and an R and an N. But I don't. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You say what? La clariosto improdovida shalakate le mande. Provein del kishta a goshta a lova kalamande le pronte legista. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kishta vara kiase. Mevratufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradeike le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka prave dia amande. Langa tita labra de liga oka pava ke tila mande le pronde vikate. Zila kusha mevrafia azufeke. Kinkarabasonte le keya azuke prade kista amande le kusta. Prava kushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Monde le kashte iza azuva, meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte, kapro soto lomande le kesta azuka ramande, mavo mavo mavo. I pray 
that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change. That people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God. To be a shield for your family. To be a defender of your family. Let it be so now. In Jesus' mighty name. Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just going to be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's gonna be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be prophetic. It's going to be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. Thank you.
I've been taken captive by the truth, and I, I don't think I want to get out. Coming to this class, I'm just tapping deeper into the spirit, and uh, I've learned that you need a doorway into the spirit, and Prophet Lovi is that doorway, and you can try to do it on your own, but you will not get far at all. You need a doorway. It's actually really nice to uh, just be able to engage and to listen to everybody's experiences and learn that we're all having the same thing. We're all going through the same thing. We're all lost and in the dark about the same stuff. And for him to clear it up, it's just been great. I decided to attend prophetic school because um, I want to learn. I want to learn from someone that has a relationship with Jesus, that knows Jesus, that it expresses Jesus out, that I see Jesus through. There's just been deep layers upon layers on things that uh, the prophet has been speaking on that is just like mind-blowing. Perfect school was no other option. There was no other option for my life, for my family's life. I tell you, this is the best thing we've ever done. When given the opportunity for something like a prophetic school, I had to. I didn't have a choice. I would recommend it for anybody who wants to walk on this earth with God. There's nothing like this. It's amazing. <laughs> what else to say about it? Um, I, I hope you can partake in it. Do yourself and your future and your future generations the biggest blessing and favor and come and take part in this because you will not regret it. I promise you, I'm speaking from my own experience. You have to learn to bring the battle to the devil. Stop allowing the devil to attack you. You should be the one that is attacking him. Let me explain it. Those who clap, may God give you more grace. Now listen, and listen very well. The devil in the first chapter of the Bible, or the first book of the Bible, in the third chapter, Genesis chapter number three, the devil is referred to as that serpent a serpent but if you move to revelations he's called that old serpent that dragon meaning if you don't deal with the devil in the book of genesis you don't deal with him in the beginning of your day if you don't deal with him in deuteronomy you don't deal with him in the book of acts you don't deal with him in the book of Re if you reach the book of revelation he becomes that old serpent that dragon Killing a snake is easier than killing a dragon. Many of you are dealing with dragons because you failed to kill a snake. When God puts you in the garden, where everything you ever needed is, the devil will also be present. Because the one who holds on to what he has been given is the owner, not the one who is given. But the one who holds on to it is not how you start it's how you finish so if you don't deal with that snake and you let him become a dragon you'll be dealing with a dragon that is breathing out fire when you should have dealt with a snake that you could just step on his head God is telling me tell them you deserve it then God took me to Psalm 103. 
and I saw the psalm of David, now you have to ask yourself this question. Did David become king because he deserved it, because he worked for it, or because God decided that he would be? Amen. Because God decided. Amen. So you don't deserve things because you worked, but because God decided. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The devil's work is for you to disqualify yourself from what God has already decided to give. I think this is for people in the back. The devil's mission is always to do one thing. To make you see that you don't belong where you want to be in. That you're not qualified to be where you are, you are desiring to be. Help us Lord. Because in his mind he knows that you have been taught everything that you have, you have to work for it. Shy. Teach it Papa. But there are things that are from Jesus that you can never work for. Hallelujah. That he can only give you. I receive. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he shall lift you up. Not because you deserve it, but because he decided. Ah. May God elevate you this hour. I receive. May God lift you up this hour. I receive. In the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. I saw God taking words and ran with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Who is like Ogaga Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. (laughs) Because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the, in the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? I know one thing about you. You are real. <laughs> Blessings, everybody. This is the Prophet Lovi, and I am excited. 
to have you again this evening to talk to you and I know some parts of the world it's morning and here in the States we are evening and on the East Coast, I, I, I believe on the East Coast is about almost 1 a.m. and I know on the West Coast it's almost 10. Uh, it's uh, 10 p.m. and I believe on the East Coast is almost 1 a.m. and here it's 10 p.m. almost at, at least in seven minutes. But uh, I was talking to my son Brandon. We were working on some things today, and uh, uh, and uh, he asked me a question. He said, uh, "Papa, how do we meditate?" And I was like, "You know what? Because I love you so much, my son, I'm gonna do this just for you." <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what I want to teach you how to do is how to meditate how to meditate, how to meditate, how do you do it? My daughter Lena, God bless you, how to meditate, what is meditation? Should Christians meditate? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, this is a deep subject. Because it's also one of the most simple subject, but it's the most misunderstood. I, I think maybe I should teach it at prophetic school. What do you think? Go deeper in prophetic school. Go deeper in prophetic give school. A, give us a, a small, 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 small preview. Go because I, I feel like the world. I feel like the world doesn't really understand this. And I'm just trying to help somebody to capture this. Uh, because in reality, this is the truth. Let me put it this way, son. We have one problem with Christians. We took the message of salvation and stayed with it and we never grew from there. People who got born again, who have received the kingdom of God, are still seeking the kingdom of God. They are searching for what they have. That's why they are never finding it. The Lord Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. But when he was resurrected from the dead and he's about to ascend into heaven, he looked at his disciples and said, if somebody tells you, Seek the kingdom of God or the kingdom of God is there or it's over here or it's coming. Do not believe them for the kingdom of God is within you. So something that is in me, I don't need to look, at, look for it. It means I have it. When he told them seek it out, it's because they did not know who the Lord Jesus was. They thought he was a mighty prophet. They did not know that he was God who had come. They did not know that the kingdom of God had been delivered into their very hands. But when he resurrected, they understood now what the kingdom of God was. And he told them, if anybody comes to tell you the kingdom of God is over there, the kingdom of God is over here, don't believe them. For the kingdom of God is within you. Now anybody that does not know that the kingdom of God is within them, they will stay with the message of salvation and they will never grow from salvation. So their message will be focused on sin. 
Their message will be focused on, on hell. Their message will never be growing in relationship with God. It will always be in the confine of, I am afraid I don't lose my salvation. I'm afraid I don't offend God. Is God pleased with me? Is God not understanding that God is not pleased with any man. He's pleased by what Jesus did for mankind. If it was about us pleasing God, the Bible says our righteousness, meaning everything that makes us stand right. Righteousness means right standing with God, where you stand before God and God looks at you and says, you are perfect. Our righteousness is filthy rags. Meaning that you will never do anything that makes God happy. The only thing that you can do that will make God happy is receiving the Lord Jesus, believing in what he has done. That's what positions you perfectly and righteously and and in perfection before God. Not anything that you can do. You don't become great because you pray. You become great because Jesus gave us greatness. You don't overcome because you did something. You overcome because you are born of above. I feel like I'm on my own. I am fired up. Now you understand what I was doing in the beginning. Do you see how my mood just changed? Ah, Now you caught it. So what makes you enter into a place is you have to let old truth remain old. Move on from there. The apostle Paul went and told, uh, 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 he he told, I believe it was the the Galatians or or the Romans, he told them, uh, uh, for too long, You have drunk meat, milk. It's time for meat. Mm -hmm. Meaning the truth that you received was sweet. It was baby food to mature you. But now it's time for bigger and better things in God. But if you're somebody that is not aware of this, you keep doing what used to be done. Mm -hmm. You keep doing what already passed. You will remain in the past and never grow into greater relationship with God. So when they see Prophet Lovi sitting here prophesying, their first inkling will be, this is not of God. Because they look at their relationship with God, God doesn't speak to them even though they are saved. So they believe that the only message they will ever get from God is through the Bible. But they don't understand that the scriptures is the foundation, it is not the ceiling. Anybody who says that this is the ultimate It means that you have taken Moses' experience to be the ultimate. Yet Apostle Paul comes and tells you that Moses' glory was the former glory. Meaning you're supposed to build from where Moses was, not to start afresh. I feel like I'm on my own, man. I am feeling it in my spirit. I'm feeling it in my spirit. So when now they hear things like meditation... The power of the Holy Spirit. People get weird. Yes. I, feel, I wish my Elias people could hear me. My Elias clan could hear me. The clan of the prophetic would hear me. The people of the spirit of revelation would hear me. All those who are alive, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on Periscope, wherever you are, my prayer is that your spiritual ears will be opened so that you can hear what the spirit of God is saying. Sometimes 
Predonte, predonte, predonte. Mi grantoliga santila mandele prandofa kita laba. Rebonta la gista avaradeia iza talomaria. Zekatushte iva ronde kista. Merando costa paria sonte le brande gista. Rebakuta la mandele prande kista avate. Marande kisto. Prode kista alavakushte e mandele kesta barakia. I want somebody to capture this with their spirit. Capro soto, I feel it in my spirit. This is the problem we have. So when somebody hears meditation, they don't even know that it exists in the Bible. If they hear a certain thing, they demonize it immediately. Because a Christian has learned everything is prayer. But there are other things that are not a matter of prayer. Faith does not come because you prayed. I must say that again. Faith does not come because you prayed. I feel like, ah, my father is online. Papa, I see your glory. I'm touched. I'm touched. I'm touched by you. Everybody, you see my father there, please. Shout, shout to my papa and, and touch him. I wish somebody could capture this and I, I, my prayer is this would enter people's spirit. Amen. Amen. So many people are still in old truth. I taught earlier, I taught about, uh, 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 I can't even remember what I taught about. I'm always teaching. Huh? I taught about spiritual time. And we read in First Peter what does he say? Being established in this present truth. The problem is you are still caught up with old truth. So even when God sends the message for new truth, you cannot enter into it because you are still caught up with old truth. So your ability to digest present truth that will push you into future truth is difficult. In our spiritual family, we can prophesy, we can see the future because we are rooted in future truth. But some of you are waiting for the truth to unfold. Well, some of us are already in that truth. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Now listen to this, listen to this. You have forgotten that everything started with God. Let me explain it, let me break it down. The Bible says this. The devil is the prince of darkness. The devil is the prince of darkness. What does that mean? It means that the devil was the first to be ignorant. Prince of darkness is not the same as saying the devil is darkness. No, the devil is not darkness. In this context, in this context, Chukwa Samuel said, a revelatory professional encyclopedia. <laughs> I, I want somebody to catch this by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hold on one second. Prof. Oh, oh, oh. Hello? Oh, 
good. You're done. Uh, okay, I'm sending. I'm sending you the address now. Okay. So, are you catching what I'm saying? Yes. Glory, be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to the living God. Glory be to the living God. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. God is too good. So, what happens is this. What happens is this. What happens is this. So many people don't understand that the devil is the prince of darkness. In this context, darkness is not talking about light and darkness in the context of both of them being different types of light. In this context, darkness is talking about ignorance. is talking about strictly ignorance. Let me explain to you why it's saying he's the prince of darkness. Let me break it down. The Bible says that Satan said within himself. Satan said within himself. Meaning he did not go and find somebody and express his ideas. This was his meditation. I just said something, I just said something, I just said something, I just said something. Let me show you something in scripture, then I will continue what I'm saying. Capra dia sonta legista avaca, aroba kiasate, as my father will say, proto. <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel it. Now look at this. Psalms 119 verse 14. Psalms 119 verse 14. I want everybody to share this and share this and share this. Psalms, no, actually Psalms 19 verse 14. Psalms 19 14. Brother Joshua, thank you so much. God bless you. Psalm 19 verse 14. Are you ready for this? Yes. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Now, meditation is of the heart. So when the devil was saying, I will lift, he said, and the devil, you said this within yourself. This is in the book of Ezekiel. I will lift up my throne. The ignorance of the devil, he did not know that every time somebody is meditating, it is presented before God as prayer. He was ignorant, not knowing that his thinking and his meditation was actually prayer to God. God was looking at it. So what he thought was secret was not actually secret. Uh, I'm ju I just said something. Oh my gosh. I think some people missed it. Say it again. Te grakia sovalakista I feel it in my spirit. I feel it in my spirit. So the devil is meditating on what he's going to do. I know somebody's shocked. They thought meditation is breathing deep. Mm -hmm. 
No. That's not the real meditation. I'll teach you what really meditation is. And there are different kinds of meditation. Even my father, when he was teaching me, there are different types of meditation. But I'm just going to talk of meditation in general. And then the real one that will go into different spiritual things. Sign up for prophetic school and you will learn it. Look at what the Bible says. Let me show you this verse. Let me show you this. Let me show you this. Are you ready for this? Let me give you this verse. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ah, <laughs> this is going to shake somebody. Ah! Ala brakasia talamande. Ha barakista. Are you ready? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, here's the verse. Bam. Go to Isaiah 65, verse 24. Isaiah 65, 24. My daughter Jennifer, you can get a link. Listen, I will teach you real meditation. If you don't operate in the level of the prophetic that I do, you still don't know how to meditate. <laughs> I'm sorry to hurt somebody. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm trying to make you come higher. Amen. If you think you know, you don't. Somebody type, Jesus, bring me higher. Jesus, bring me higher. Arabakasia, Lebrondokista, Avalakusha. Prega, 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 prega. Laka papa patia. I don't know if somebody's catching this. Listen to what it says. What does it say? It shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. So God is answering something before you still start speaking. Because every man and woman, before you pray, your prayer begins by meditation. You can't speak to God what you have not considered. Some of you, you don't get answers and you don't do good prayer because you go into prayer on autopilot. The Lord Jesus is telling his disciples this. Are you ready for this? Listen to what the Lord Jesus is saying. Are you ready? ready? The Lord Jesus is saying this. Don't you know that your father in heaven knows that you need these things? So Jesus was shocked that people actually pray for daily bread. He said, why are you worried about what you're going to wear? Why are you worried about this? Don't you know? That your father knows that you need these things. Meaning that they were not, their lack of knowing made them pray for something that should have been annoying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Meaning they lacked meditation in the place of provision. Uh -huh. I, I'm done. Uh, yeah. let, let me, let's close and pray. Ah, let's close and pray. Rasha talaban telekishta avarakuza telemonda rekusta avakia sante pregedia to. Rakotola mandele brande gista avolekisha. 
Le tonta la bante le gishta avo. Rando kista antala bancute le barra di asonte. Ha, I don't know if somebody is catching this. I don't know if somebody is catching this. Ah. So there are things that you should pray for. There are things that you pray for rather. You pray because you don't, you lack meditation. Mm. They come to the Lord Jesus, they tell him, this is in the Gospels, Master, send the people away, for we have no food to give them. And the Lord Jesus was shocked. He said, you give them what to eat. And they looked, they said, Lord, what are you talking about give them what to eat? What food supply do we have that can feed them? And a small boy came and said, Lord, here is what I have. Five loaves and two fish. Now what you don't know is that, some people know, some people don't know, is that the Lord Jesus fed a crowd twice. The first time he fed 4,000, the second time he fed 5,000. Remember, this is not counting the men, the women, and the children. So meaning... In between, he probably did like 20, over 20,000 people. Mm -hmm. I don't know if somebody is catching me. Yeah. But when he did it the first time, his disciples never meditated on it. They did not understand that you can have bread without going to buy bread. They did not understand that Jehovah God supplies all our needs. Yeah. Jehovah Jireh actually means the one with many breasts. He can feed everybody at any time. The children of Israel had this knowing, even though they were disobedient in the, in the wilderness, they said, we are tired of eating, uh, we want bread. And it began to rain bread every morning. They began to eat what is manna. You who is born again, full of the Holy Ghost, led by the Holy Ghost, you cannot believe God for bread because you lack meditation. You have not ascended from the place of prayer to the place of knowing. There are things that are automatic as a child of God because of the benefits. The Bible says this in, 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 uh, in Psalms, in one of the Psalms. Forget not his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. The reason why you're praying for certain things is you don't know the benefits of being a child of God. It's no longer annoying. Everything you think you're supposed to beg. When my son was two years old, I had to feed him. When my child was five years old, I still had to cater to him. But at that age, I began to give him whether it's chips or whatever. He can feed himself. I just have to provide so that he feeds himself. Now that he's 10 years old, he knows how to make his own sandwich. He even can fry some eggs and do certain things. There are certain things that we have to do. But now he knows that if he's hungry, he can go to the fridge, he can go to the pantry, get some snacks, whatever. It is no longer about, Daddy, can you give me cookie? No. He knows where it is. He knows that it is there for him to eat. He doesn't have to ask for it anymore. What he has to ask for is what is beyond his capability to produce. Oh, Amen. Jesus. 
I, I, I feel like uh, uh, maybe people, you know, people are not sharing enough. I feel like maybe it's, sure, 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 maybe, sure. maybe it's, uh, it's that time that Arapasi talamande korabasia telemando kopra diasei merando kishta aluva karovetia merovisha atuva karonde diasova kashante reketeleba santo lo brande kisha le pronte 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 liga sova keya kabaratusha akatalamande prondente legista morandeya sentele baruva kesta ato maronde kesete le barunde kesta aduva rakosa talabasante when let me ask you a question let me ask you a question i'm gonna i'm gonna ask a question here i want us to read this verse are you ready for this yes <laughs> are you <laughs> are you ready for this are you ready for this yes. matthew chapter 10 verse 8 Are you ready? Yes. Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. Is somebody ready for this? Ready. Are you sure you're ready for it? Are you sure you're ready for it? Yes. I'm ready. Look at this. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers. No, heal the sick, raise the dead. Oh, I was reading the wrong version. Let's do King James. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. Let me read it again. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, Raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. I'll read it one more time. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you have received, freely give. Okay, let me ask you a question. Who is healing the sick? Ah, uh-uh, you are, not him. Jesus is telling you, heal the sick. So why is there when there is somebody sick? You see prophet Love is saying, it is done. You say, ah, he has pride, he didn't ask God. No, God gave me the ability to heal the sick. It is not about asking him anymore. He gave me to heal the sick. Then look at what he's saying. Freely you have received. Freely give. Meaning it's something that I have received. It is not something I'm praying for. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. God has given me water. Will I pray for water or will I thank him for water? water. I will thank him for water because he has given me water. I will not ask for water because the water has been given unto me. So many of you are praying for things that has been given unto you because you don't know. If you knew you would not pray for it, you would thank him for it. 
Somebody thank God for your miracle because it's already with you. Somebody thank God for your breakthrough because it's already with you. Somebody thank God for open doors because it is already with you. Capro Soto, I feel it. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the lack of meditation is making you pray for things you should not pray for. So many people are wasting in prayer. Ah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like my head is about to explode. Paruva kasunta la brande gishta. You are praying for things not knowing that it has been given to you. Let me tell you the true prayer of a believer is seeking intimacy with God. Not seeking provision. The Lord Jesus literally said, healing is the children's bread. This is regular for you to have, meaning it's a daily provision. It's something that you receive every day. But the lack of meditation has made Christians beggars in their own house. That is why somebody, somebody who is, <laughs> ah, Papa, thank you. Papa, I'm, I'm happy that you are here. I am so humbled. I am so humbled, Papa. Everything I'm doing is because of what you have imparted in me. So there are things that you pray for simply because you never meditated. You don't know what meditation is. The prodigal son, now let me show you, let me explain you the true meaning of the prodigal son story. It is not a story of redemption. It's a story of identity. The prodigal son is not the story of backsliding. It's a story of identity. Knowing your place. The sin is not even the issue. It's about knowing your place. The prodigal son went to his father, did not ask his father, went to his father and told his father, give me half of my inheritance. Listen, that is an abomination because inheritance is what you receive. When your father is dead. You don't receive your inheritance when your father is alive. Meaning this is not a story of a physical man. It's a story of the spiritual realm. Because remember, we are co-heirs with Christ. Meaning our inheritance is already with us. So this was not a spiritual story. It was, it was not a physical story. It was actually a spiritual story. The prodigal son receives in his in. Notice God did not argue with him. His father did not tell him it is not time. Because when I taught about spiritual time, you will understand the prodigal son's story. He went to his father and told him, give me my inheritance. Meaning that you can receive your breakthrough. Whenever you are ready, whenever you have the understanding of the breakthrough, not when you are perfect. How did Jacob steal the blessing from his brother? Remember, stealing is a sin. How could he steal a blessing and it rested on him? Shouldn't God have blocked it? No. He understood the value of it. The devil steals from you because you don't know the value. 
of what has been given to you. I'm talking to the wrong people. Facebook, are you there? Look at the other Facebook. Uh, I'm about to push it a little higher. Look at this. Let me push it a little higher. So the prodigal son asks his father for property, even though his father knew that he was going to destroy it. His father gave it to him. So he took the property. He took the anointing. He took the blessings and went into the world and spent it in the world having a good time, sinning. Remember, the anointing is still working because he has it. Because he knows he has it, it's working. But when he spends everything, he finds himself in a place where he cannot replenish it. So he ends up eating food with pigs. But when he's eating food with pigs, he began to remember. Let me say he began to meditate. He began to remember his father's house. And he began to say, look, in my father's house, even servants live better than this. Who are servants? Servants are those who are not members of the house. So there are Christians who walk with God as servants. And there are Christians who walk with God as his children. As his sons. There is a reason the prodigal son had sons and not daughters. Because sons means that the ones that are going to inherit. A daughter gets married and inherits something else from another family. But sons remain with what their father has. That is why it uses sons. It's a figure of speech. It's not being sexist. So the prodigal son is saying in my father's house, even servants, because he was comparing the level of the life of servants and the level of of sons. The Bible says this in the book of John, chapter number one, it says this, and to whosoever believed on his name, gave he the power to become sons of God. So God gives you power to become a son, not a servant. The Lord Jesus said it like this. He said it like this. He said, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. Because a master does not share his secrets with his servants, but shares his secrets with his friends. My spiritual father can share mysteries with me. Because I am his son, I am not a servant. I am not just somebody that is doing runs for him. I am a son. I am his, bio- I am his son. I am supposed to inherit everything that is inside of him. is also mine. So he's training me to manage what is his. This is why spiritual things are transferred through families. They are not transferred to friendship or acquaintances. Never. They are only shared through family. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. This is why somebody who has no spiritual father is naked. I will say it again. If you have no spiritual father, you are naked. You have no inheritance. God himself is identifying himself. I am the God of your fathers. Mm -hmm. When God comes to you, who is he going to identify himself like? You have no history with him. So he's going to pass you by. Let me push this deeper. When the prodigal son was on his way home, 
the Bible says that his father was looking from the window to see him coming. His father was waiting for his return, meaning his father had foresight, knew that my son will come back. But the father was happy that his son was making mistakes because it was going to build him. He was not trying to be safe in the house. The journey of going into the world actually blessed him. I, I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. He knew that it will raise him from the level that he was to another level. So when the son was coming back home, the Bible says it like this. He said, I am going to tell my father, I have sinned against heaven and I've also sinned against you, mm. O oh father. Please make me even a servant in your house. It will be better. Even though I am your son, let me like be like a servant. Let me explain it to you like this. There is no prodigal father. There is only prodigal sons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is no prodigal fathers. There is only prodigal sons. Number two. Notice his father was waiting for him. Why did his father see him and run and hug him? His father did not ask him, did you learn your lesson? Mm -hmm. Did you understand now that you are wrong? Are you ready to change your ways? Because you messed up, I'm going to give you this level. But his father knew that when my son comes back, he will be a better steward in my house Amen. than he was before. Many of you, you take the, the things of God, the blessing of God. Prophet Lovi being here speaking to you for granted. Because of one simple thing. Because you think it is normal to have him. You don't understand that it is a privilege to have him. That you can experience this great anointing in your life, in your house. You take it like he will always be there. You don't understand that it is a privilege that the Lord Jesus is giving you to raise you to another level. So the prodigal son, when his father saw him, his father ran to him. And his father hugged him. While he was still trying to talk, his father is already saying, take off, give him a new robe. And his father took out his ring and placed it on his finger. Meaning that his father had never taken out the ring. Remember what the ring represents. Authority to execute things as the father himself. Meaning he did not need to go to his father Meaning he did not need to go to his father and say, Father, I need to do this. Is it okay? Because his father gave him the ring, it means that his father trusted him to act on his behalf. Let me tell you a truth that you don't know. When I'm about to go to church and kill the prophetic, I just call my father. When I hear his voice, I know I'm connected. I know today prophecy will be a problem. I know healing will be a problem. I know revelation will be a problem. Simply because of the joining. I don't even need to tell him, Papa, pray for me. I'm going to a meeting. He will say, my son, go show them who your father is. My son, go show them the, the spiritual blood, the anointing, your spiritual DNA that is inside of you. Go show them who our family is. That is how a man of God is. When the prodigal son got there, his father gave him a ring. The father gave him a new robe, meaning he gave him a new level. 
a robe that he did not have before, a ring that he did not have before. When he entered the, the house, there was a party. He was celebrated in heaven because he had reached a level where he can act on his father's behalf. He was going to be able to manage what God has given him. When the son who was a servant came back home, he heard music. He called his father to the side. He said, Father, I've been a Christian <laughs> for 25 years. I have served you faithfully. Everybody's receiving the anointing. Everybody's receiving breakthrough. Everybody's receiving open doors. Everybody's receiving this. But me, I have been serving you. Nothing have I received. What did his father tell him? He said, you did not even give me a goat to celebrate with my friends. What did his father tell him? My son, don't you know that everything I have is yours? God is not going to come and tell you what is yours. It is your responsibility to look through the will of God. Look through the will of God. And determine what was given to you. Because God is not going to come and explain to you something that you already gave. Amen. When the Bible says, he sets a table for me in the presence of my enemy. You have to know what that means. He's not saying he's setting steak. He's saying he set a table. Meaning on a table, if you know what a feast is, it means that he has set all kinds of food for you. In the presence of your enemy. But he's not going to tell you what to eat. Let me say that again. God has set a table for you in the presence of your enemy. Amen. But he's not telling you to eat. Notice the Bible did not say God will feed you. The Bible simply says he set a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Who is going to eat? Not God, you. But you cannot eat what you have not access to even though it's on the table. Healing is on the table. The devil, your enemy is trying to kill you. Mm -hmm. You should take a bite of healing and tell him, you will never get me. Amen. Amen. God has set the table for blessing in front of you. You don't need to pray for it. It's on the table. You just have to reach out and grab it and Amen. eat. But you are still, the Lord has set a table for you, but you are still praying. The reason why you are praying is because you have no meditation. You have no knowing. You are a beggar in the kingdom of God. Yet in heaven there are no beggars. People walk on gold. Uh, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Type, I will not be a beggar in my father's house. Type, I will not be a beggar in my father's house. I will not be a beggar in my father's house. I will not be a beggar in my father's house. I will not be a beggar in my father's house. The Lord is speaking. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. The Lord is telling Abraham. The earth will be blessed because of your descendants. Amen. But the descendants of Abraham are on earth. 
asking God for blessing. Mm -hmm. Yet you are the blessing that God has released on earth. But you don't know because you have no meditation. You never considered what God has said. I feel I'm, I, I'm, I, I don't know if somebody's catching me. Ah, yeah, 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 somebody, Periscope, are you there? Ha! Karabasunte liga sova, mentro kista aluga paroveti, maronde kista avalakusha, preiden kista aukadabante legista, Prondakiste, legro katuvate, kapradia sonte, meronde kista, prevakusta avalakisha. You will never, ever, ever get the best of God if you are still a beggar. In heaven there are no beggars. There is no such thing as begging. Are you there? YouTube, are you there? Desiree said, it's only been 30 days and I know I'm in the right place. I knew it after the first day. Amen. God bless you. You are in the right place. Proto. Soto. God is good. Ha, something is shifting in the realm of the spirit. I feel your mind shifting. I see you shifting to a place of knowing. I see you being shifted to a place of knowing. I see you being lifted up to a place of knowing. I see you being lifted up to a place of knowing. Jehovah God is increasing somebody right now. I see you changing dimensions in the realm of the spirit. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Lord Jesus. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lord Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Ah, Jesus. I feel it in my spirit. I feel it in my spirit. I feel it in my spirit. Tomorrow I'm going to do one-on-ones tomorrow. It's going to be extra deep. God has finally given me the release to do it. Amen. It's going to be deep. I don't know if somebody's capturing this. Meditation pushes you to knowing. I think I need to do a part two of this. Okay, I, I think I'll do a, part, a, a small part and we'll continue this in the prophetic Amen. school. Amen. All those who are giving, may God multiply you and increase you. Let me put it like this. Are you ready? Yes. Let me put it like this. Let's go to the Bible. Let's go to the Bible. I'm going to finish with this and then we'll come back tomorrow and try and, and push it deeper by the grace of God. Uh, are you ready for this? Ha, yes. ah, Jesus. What favor and grace you have given us, O oh Lord. 
Psalms chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. Amen. Psalms chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. What does it mean, counsel? It means that he is not advised by the wicked. Meaning their way of doing things is not the way the world is doing things. Mm -hmm. So the meditation removes the counsel of the wicked from your mind. Because you no longer have the way to approach things the way regular people move with it. But you receive knowledge from God himself in how to deal with things. When calamity comes, do you panic or do you automatically get on your knees and say, Father, you are in control with a smile on your face. The Bible says, count it all joy when you go through difficult times. Will you count it all joy? If you have the counsel of the wicked, the wicked when trouble comes, they start looking for who to call, who to seek. Because in themselves there is no confidence in God because they don't really know God. They read scripture, but they don't know it. Meditation is a visit with Jesus. It removes the counsel of men and puts the counsel of God in you. No stand on the path of sinners. Sin leaves you. You stop sinning. You stop smoking. You stop addiction when the right meditation is in you. Not, no sit in the seat of scoffers. You will never backbite anybody for what God is doing for them or where they are wrong because of the meditation that is in you. But his delight is in the law of God. So the first thing that meditation does is you start to meditate. You must delight in the law of God. How can you delight in something you don't know? The word of God must trigger a certain joy and happiness in you. You must delight in it. You know when you eat food and you feel like salt is gone, like in you, until you have to, it must move, a cert, it must move you a certain way. Amen. And in his law, he meditates day and night. Notice that. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. What does that mean? Nothing in your life will ever run dry. If a tree is by a stream of water, that tree will never need to be watered. Some of you need watering. That's why you're moving from church to church, from place to place, because you're not rooted in anything. Which yields fruits in each season. Not in people's seasons, not in people's time, in its own season. And its leaf does not wither, and in in whatever he does, he prospers. In whatever he does, he prospers. Why? Because he's already planted by a stream of water. He doesn't need, his fruits don't need to take next year to come. The water is already there. So the leaves are evergreen. No matter what he does, he's always green. Mm-hmm. Fruits always come up because it's always in season. Others are in winter. You, the stream is still flowing. Your leaves are perfect. Some people are in a terrible drought because you're next to a stream. Your stream is not drying. Your leaves are always perfect. 
Meditation is about personalizing the word of God. Meditation has to do with the subconscious. Your soul is divided into a few parts. Let me mention three parts. The mind, the will, and emotions. 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 Mind, will, emotions. When you go to the mind, we have the conscious mind and we have the subconscious mind. Meditation does not do anything for your spirit. There's a meditation of your spirit, but you can never get to the meditation of the spirit until the soul is changed. You have the conscious mind and you have the subconscious mind. People in prophetic school know what I'm talking about. Everything, and this is scientific too. Conscious mind and subconscious mind is definitely scientific. Everything you do, like driving, like eating, like breathing while you're sleeping, it is the subconscious mind that is doing it. You were taught how to do it when you were practicing how to drive. Your conscious mind was panicking. Oh, oh, where the light? Where is this? But when you practice, it becomes second nature. That you just sit, you have your seatbelt, you drive, you can even serve a car that you did not even see. Mm-hmm. Because it has become second nature. It's just become a reaction. It's become a reflex. So when you personalize the word of God... It enters your subconscious because the problem with the subconscious is something only enters the subconscious if you practice. Your subconscious only opens if you do something over and 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 over again. Then your mind now knows that this thing we are supposed to be using it So I am going to download it, I'm going to install it, and we are going to run this software. This is going to be how I run this software. So there is a program inside your mind that knows that this is the way this thing is going to be moving. So what happens is this. Capture this now. Capture this. Are you ready? Yes. Capture this. Let's say you are worried about provision because this is what a lot of people are worried about. Amen? Amen. Let's say you are worried about provision. So you go into the Bible You go to the Bible, you grab a verse that says, and he is able to supply all our needs. He is able to supply all our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. It becomes personal. So you know that God provides all needs. You look in the Bible, you see God providing the needs of everybody. My daughter Shani, love you so much. God bless you. 
Look at this. So you take the Bible. You read, he provides all my needs. He provides, he provided for the Israelites in the desert. He provided for all. So you know, even me, he can provide for me. So now you, instead of reading, he provides all, he will supply all my needs according to, that never works because it was not written for you. It was written for the children of Israel. So how would God say it to you? And when he says it to you, how will you apply it? That is the question. So you are, un, you are, you are uninstalling the old mindset and installing a new mindset. So you begin to say this. God will supply all my needs. I am in California. Life is expensive. But it does not matter. Because even the children of Israel in Egypt, God provided for them. Even in the wilderness, he provided for them. So heaven's economy is not about where it is expensive. It's about what my father has. So God is able to provide for my car payment. Mm -hmm. He is able to provide for my house. He is able to provide for everything that I need. He will supply every day food will be on my table. He will supply. So God, now notice what you are doing is you are personalizing. You You are making the word of God connect with your daily life. Not something that sounds like it was for Moses, but something that has been brought to you. Yes, he's able to supply my needs. Ah, last week when I did not have enough for gas, he sent somebody to give me money for gas. He supplied my need that day. So God always does it like this. So God, now notice what you're doing. You're telling yourself, Your provision, your dependence is on God, not on people. So now inside of you, it becomes annoying. You have the spirit of expectation that something is about to come and something strong is about to come and is about to come into my life. That is level one meditation. There are seven levels of meditation. But I'll just give you level one of meditation. The rest, prophetic school. <laughs> Without this, that's why you find people will go to the, to, they will pray. Oh, Father, according to Matthew chapter this verse, this, I am praying this prayer. You don't need to quote scripture. You need to know it. It becomes a natural instinct that when you're praying, that prayer, that scripture has become personal. That is what is making you pray. You are not pleading God and try to make a case with our verse. Mm -hmm. That verse has become part of you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So when you say, Father, I thank you for my daily bread, you're not saying, Father, remember me, oh Lord. I have no job. (laughs) You're not saying, oh Father, remember me. I have nothing to eat. No, 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 no. You're saying, Father, thank you for plenty because you supply all my needs. Mm -hmm. It is a mindset. It is no longer a prayer. I feel like I'm by myself. Personalize the word of God. 
Personalize the word of God. Personalize the word of God. Without personalizing the word of God, you're wasting time. Your prayer is pointless. Personalize it. Let's pray for people. All those who are giving, may God multiply you. Grab your favorite and your best gift and just give it to God. Uh, you can go to prophetlovey.com right now and just give whatever God puts in your heart. Give your best always. Give your best always. I'm going to pray for you now. Amen. Father, I pray that this understanding will enter your people. It will become part of them. It will become part of their life. That they will walk in the newness of life. May their meditation be acceptable unto you. Until next time, Lord, when you permit me to teach them even greater depths of meditation. Let this be done unto them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Shalom, shalom, shalom. You are blessed. This is Prophet Lovi. God bless you. The realms of the spirit when you were carrying him there was a big challenge in the realm of the spirit it was a difficult pregnancy to yes. carry him yes. to the point that it looked like you're going to lose him at some point yes. because I remember I am seeing it in the realms of the spirit when you're about four months going to five months yes. I saw you bleeding that yes. you thought that you actually lost him yes. Yes. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying, Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? Zoom, zoom, zoom. So I think 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But. Huh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D, an R, and an N. But I saw, I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You say what? Clariosto improdovida shalakate le mande. Prof.
vendel kista a gosta a lova kalamande le pronte ligista I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are I pray that the sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Landele kista avuka la bronde le kista vara kiase. Mevra tufta ika la vandele bronde dia. La clariosto fradeike le kista avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka prave dia amande. Langa tita labra de liga oka pavake tila mande le pronde vikate zila kusha mevrafia azufeke kinkarabasonte lekeya azuke prade kista amande le kusta pravakushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare makusha arade dia azaka talabante Monde le kashte iza azuva Meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte Kapro soto lomande le kashta azuka ramande Mavo 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 I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced may the Lord favor you today May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God there will be a difference from this day when you stand before people when you pray there will be a change that people will know that the holy spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God to be a shield for your family to be a defender of your family let it be so now in Jesus mighty name
Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just gonna be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's gonna be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's gonna be prophetic, it's gonna be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. I've been, I've been, I've been taken captive by the truth, and I, I don't think I want to get out. Coming to this class, I'm just tapping deeper into the spirit, and uh, I've learned that. You need a doorway into the spirit, and Prophet Lovi is that doorway. And you can try to do it on your own, but you will not get far at all. You need a doorway. It's actually really nice to uh, just be able to engage and to listen to everybody's experiences and learn that we're all having the same thing. We're all going through the same thing. We're all lost and in the dark about the same stuff. And for him to clear it up, it's just been great. I decided to attend prophetic school because um, I want to learn. I want to learn from someone that has a relationship with Jesus, that knows Jesus, that it expresses Jesus out, that I see Jesus through. There's just been deep layers upon layers on things that uh, the prophet has been speaking on that is just like mind-blowing. Perfect school was no other option. There was no other option for my life, for my family's life. I tell you, this is the best thing we've ever done. When given the opportunity for something like a prophetic school, I had to. I didn't have a choice. I would recommend it for anybody who wants to walk on this earth with God. There's nothing like this. It's amazing. <laughs> what else to say about it? Um, I, I hope you can partake in it. Do yourself and your future and your future generations the biggest blessing and favor and come and take part in this because you will not regret it. I promise you, I'm speaking from my own experience. You have to learn to bring the battle to the devil. Stop allowing the devil to attack you. You should be the one that is attacking him.
let me explain it those who clap may God give you more grace now listen and listen very well the devil in the first chapter of the Bible or the first book of the Bible in the third chapter Genesis chapter number three the devil is referred to as that serpent as serpent but if you move to revelations he's called that old serpent that dragon meaning if you don't deal with the devil in the book of Genesis you don't deal with him in the beginning of your day if you don't deal with him in Deuteronomy you don't deal with him in the book of Acts you don't deal with him in the book of Reve if you reach the book of Revelation he becomes that old serpent that dragon killing a snake is easier than killing a dragon many of you are dealing with dragons because you failed to kill a snake when God puts you in the garden where everything you ever needed is the devil will also be present because the one who holds on to what he has been given is the owner not the one who is given but the one who holds on to it is not how you start it's how you finish so if you don't deal with that snake and you let him become a dragon you'll be dealing with a dragon that is breathing out fire when you should have dealt with a snake that you, you could just step on his head God is telling me tell them you deserve it then God took me to Psalm 103 and I saw the Psalm of David now you have to ask yourself this question did David become king because he deserved it because he worked for it or because God decided that he will be Amen. God decided. because God decided Amen. so you don't deserve things because you worked but because God decided hallelujah thank you Lord the devil's work is for you to disqualify yourself from what God has already decided to give I think this is for people in the back the devil's mission is always to do one thing to make you see that you don't belong where you want to be in that you're not qualified to be where you are you are desiring to be help us Lord because in his mind he knows that you have been taught everything that you have you have to work for it teach it Papa but there are things that are from Jesus that you can never work for. Hallelujah. That he can only give you. I receive. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he shall lift you up. Not because you deserve it, but because he decided. Ah. May God elevate you this hour. I receive. May God lift you up this hour. I receive. In the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in.
understand the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Amen. Who is like Ogaga Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Who's who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How yeah. can I know these things? The one thing about you, you are real. 